This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to Thursday's solo episode. I was looking at old clips from the podcast from our last house, and I had the pink background, and I really miss the pink. I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, oh, I want it to be different. And this blue that I have behind me, you're probably just listening. So you're like, what? The blue in the clips on my wall, it's just not doing it for me. And then the funny thing is my sister was like, oh, to record Insufferable, I want to have the same background as you. So she painted her wall this blue color. And now I kind of want to change it. What I could also do, I have another white wall in my studio that I haven't painted yet. I could just do that one pink and then record the mom room with the pink background. That's actually a really good idea. And because I have ADHD and I get these like ideas, I'm probably going to go to the paint store in the next couple days and get a can of the pink paint. And it's going to sit in the basement for like six months until one day I actually decide to do it. Does anybody else have that problem? You get these ideas, like something you want to do and you act on it, but you only go like halfway and then it just never gets done. That's literally the story of my life. And that's kind of how I am in work stuff too. And then I started to think, is ADHD, like let's say, I know some people who have been taking medication for ADHD and the only reason I haven't tried it is because they said it affected their sleep really badly and I if there's one thing I cannot tolerate it's having messed up sleep uh, which is why I'm so focused on balancing hormones because in luteal phase the week before my period I have terrible sleep and it's awful it, it makes me nervous, but I should probably get proper testing for ADHD because part of me thinks like my work would be so much more efficient and productive. It's not to say that I don't get a lot of stuff done, but I'm not focused. Like I am not a focused person at all. Like overall, I'm focused, but when it comes to specific tasks or like goals that we have like thank god I meet with Sean every week because I I I, like I would not be consistent or like on track or even know what's going on so I'm always curious like if I were to take treatment for ADHD or even like see a therapist that helps me with non-medicated things like just things that you can do in your everyday or how to plan out your day like my weekly schedule on the paper I just print out like a weekly schedule I found it on Etsy it's like a template there's a million that you can choose from and I just print off a bunch and then Monday morning every week I like write out things that I have to get done meetings that I have recordings that I have and that kind of helps me with regard to like for example today I know what I have to get done. And then once those things are done, it's okay for me to 
stop and read my book or have a bath or go to yoga. Do you know what I'm saying? Because before I would just work nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. And then it's hard to even shut it off in the evenings. And I don't want to do that anymore. Like I actually despise having my phone around in the evenings when I'm not working. So I'm trying to get better at that. And as a result, I'm also having my husband get better at that too. And I kind of want to have a box. I don't know if I said this on the podcast before, but I want to get a box that's for our phones in the evening. And I don't know what, like maybe every day would look different with regard to when we put the phone in the box and at what times, like depending what's going on. Sometimes I have to post something at like a certain time or I have like a late meeting or whatever it is. It might look different every day, but I want a box to sit on the counter or in the house somewhere where we intentionally put our phone in there for a period of time. The other day, we didn't have our phones out. We were playing Scrabble and I was like, this is so lovely. Or we work on a puzzle or yesterday Milo had one of his little KiwiCo boxes out and he like built a butterfly, a caterpillar, and a rain stick instrument. And it was so nice. Like we didn't have the TV on at all till after bath time, which he usually watches Bluey before he goes to bed. But yeah, it was just lovely. And I don't know how I got on this topic because I had no intention of speaking about any of these things. But the reason I started thinking about medication for ADHD is because I just feel so frustrated work-wise. It's like I set out a plan. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. Like, this is what's going to happen. And then it just like goes to shit. I have a really hard time focusing, which is why I can never be a niche creator. But I kind of want to have specific things that I post about and that's it. Like, I don't like being all over the place. It's mentally exhausting. Anyways, these are all just things that are going on in my mind right now. It is Tuesday at quarter after 10 a.m. in the morning and at noon I'm going to a yoga class. I cannot wait. I look forward to it so much. Last week's yoga class, so last Thursday was very much a me day after the holidays and Milo being home for so long and me being out of routine and just like chaos. I was like, you know what? I'm taking a day to just do things that I enjoy and relaxing things. So I went to a yoga class at 9.30, came home. And honestly, usually a yoga class is like you're using your arms and your shoulders equally as much as your legs, which is fine. Like my legs are very strong. I don't care if my legs get sore or if they're in pain, but I have very weak, not weak shoulders, but the small muscles in my shoulders are so weak that when I do repetitive motions like the push-up motion my shoulders just fatigue instantly and I swear to god the class last Thursday was non-stop going up and then doing like a high plank and going down to the floor so it's basically like a reverse push-up and then you do upward dog which is kind of like a mini push-up non-stop my shoulders were pooched okay so I did that I don't even know why I'm saying this. Why did I get on the topic of shoulders? I could use that medication about now. But anyways, I went to yoga. Then I went to a massage at 1130. And then after the massage, 
the smoothie place that I love in Guelph, it's called Heal Wellness. They opened up a different location. They used to be downtown, which was kind of more difficult to get to because you have to like worry about parking and it's busy. So now it's not downtown, so it's easy to get to. So after my massage, I went and got a smoothie. And the craziest thing happened to me when I went and got a smoothie. And I, on Instagram, I kept saying like, oh my God, the craziest thing happened to me today. And I never shared what it was because I was just like, we had a bad weekend and I just like didn't feel like it. So I'll share it now. This podcast is all over the place. I apologize. I apologize. But anyways, I go in to get a smoothie and it's like a young girl working there. And she's like, she's busy. She's doing her thing. And I, she comes to the counter. She's like, what can I get for you? I'm like, oh, I'll take the glow smoothie with protein powder. She's like, cool. Like goes back, makes it. She comes back. And when she came back, she, and honestly, like I had no makeup on. I had just come from my massage and my hair was all greasy up in a bun. I didn't have bangs because they were back. And I just looked like kind of like a bum. Okay. And she comes back to hand me my smoothie and she goes, oh my God, you look like Alex Earl. And I'm like, pardon me. She's like, you, does anybody ever say that to you? Like, you look like Alex Earl. I was like, it's weird that you say that because on TikTok, not too long ago, someone commented on one of my videos saying that I look like Alex Earl's sister. And she's like, that's crazy. Like, what's your TikTok name? And she like goes on my TikTok page and she's like, this is crazy. She tells one of her friends that's, or like another girl that's working there. She's like, don't you think she looks like Alex Earl? That's nuts. And she's like, oh, you have a podcast? Because the clip's on my TikTok. I'm like, yeah, I have a podcast. She's like, what's it called? I said, The Mom Room. And she goes, why do you have kids? And I said, yeah, I have a five-year-old. She was like, what? How old are you? I said, 38. She was like, she lost her damn mind. She's like, are you kidding me? She's I thought you were going to say you were like 23. I was like, this, I'm going to get a smoothie every day if this is the kind of reception that I receive. No, I'm 38. I have a five-year-old. And thank you so much for saying I look like a 20-something TikTok star. Like, I love this for me. Anyways, that was just like the most random thing that has ever happened to me. (laughs) I felt like so cool. I was like, damn, I should probably not wear makeup more often, clearly. Anywho, so let's get into what the actual topic of, and I'm sure I had like nine thoughts 10 minutes, like five minutes ago, and you guys are waiting for me to finish those thoughts. I'm just telling you right now, like they're not going to finish. I don't know what I started talking about. This is just where we ended up. When I was thinking about what I wanted to mention today, Before I forget, I just want to mention, remember when I did the cold plunge? It was actually like my life almost ended, but in such a good way. And my reaction to the cold plunge made me realize that I should probably be doing that more often because it has something to do with your nervous system and managing stress. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode of The Mom Room and providing me with samples. You know how a lot of people can't leave the house without a water bottle? It's like their emotional support water bottle. I am the exact same way with facial tissues. And that is because I have such bad allergies, specifically in my sinuses, to the point where I know I'm going to have to blow my nose multiple times in a day, and I cannot be out in public without my emotional support facial tissues. 
Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Now I know if I have a big event, maybe I'm going to a concert, going out for dinner. I don't want to be blowing my nose every two seconds. It's very unbecoming. And so I will take Claritin D and enjoy my evening. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter or ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. If you're like me, then the bane of your existence is thinking about what to feed your children, prepping food, going to the grocery store, all of the above. Who has the time? We are all so busy, and it's important to incorporate things into our life that keep our life as simple and convenient as possible. Lil Spoon is one way to do just that. They deliver fresh, healthy meals and snacks straight to your door that your kid will love at every eating stage they are in. The baby blends are fresh, organic baby food from single ingredients to multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. They partner with Clean Label Project to test their blends for 400 plus contaminants, including heavy metals. So you know you're getting good stuff. The Biteables are finger food meals that are cut to size to promote easy self-feeding and they are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. The Little Spoon Plates are toddler and big kid meals that are free of junk and they taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. Think hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous eats like potstickers, gnocchi, and more. They also offer really fun things like puffs, they have smoothies, lunchers, and snacks. You quite literally never have to think about food again. It's just easy peasy. And did I mention this all comes right to your door? It is so flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You are going to love it and your kids are going to love it. It is just a huge win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. So I really wanted to do something that would be beneficial in that way. Obviously, I don't have a cold plunge in the house. If there's anyone listening that knows a cold plunge company, like, hey, sponsor the pod. (laughs) I don't even know where I would put it. The people that do it outside in the winter, like, oof. I don't know, man. So I wanted to keep doing it in a way that I could do do it at home. So uh, Miranda from the Period Lab recommended just turning at the end of your showers, turning it to cold water and letting it run down your back because at the back of your neck is where like the vagus nerve is or something that's involved in the stress management. I don't know, whatever. So I'm like, okay. So I did it for, I still do it. This, I started doing it before Christmas. That has been life-changing. And I will tell you the first week that I started doing it was awful. I dreaded it. And I had a similar reaction in the shower, not as intense, obviously, because you're not like fully immersing your body into freezing water. 
but it was the same experience of like super tense, like my shoulders up to my ears and having a hard time breathing or like holding my breath, not wanting to breathe. And now I do, so I was doing 30 seconds. Now I'm at over a minute at the end of my showers, freezing cold water and my shoulders are relaxed and I can control my breathing. And I will say that that has had a profound impact on how I can manage stress, especially acute stressful situations like behavior from my five-year-olds, meltdowns, you know, those kind of difficult situations, which I used to struggle with a lot. Something else that could have made a a huge difference is that I'm actually feeding my body somewhat properly. I am still working on getting proper amount of carbs and no, I'm really good at fat. Like I'm always off the charts in fat. I think it's because I eat nuts. Uh, And then my protein has been really good, but I struggle to get enough carbohydrates, like complex carbs in a day. I'm like, holy fuck, like it's you get used to it. Like that's why I'm tracking with my fitness pal right now because you start to understand what you should eat and then eventually like you won't have to track it. I'm just learning what my diet actually incorporates, if that makes sense, and making changes. And you know, now before bed, instead of having, I don't know, like half an apple or something, I'll have pumpkin seeds because they have an insane amount of protein. And I'll have the super high protein yogurt. You know what I'm saying? Like you just make different choices to try and nourish your body properly. And the way that has affected my energy and again, like ability to deal with acute, like stressful situations. Yeah, I did order a timer, a waterproof timer that sticks to the shower wall And I put that in my shower. So at the end of my shower, I like put on the one minute timer, turn the water cold and just like stand there and let it run down my back. It feels like your neck is burning, which is what my entire body felt like in the cold plunge. But it's fine. You're fine. And next week, I think we're going to go to my parents' place. And I'm really excited to do the sauna and then go in the snow. Oh my God. My mom said she almost died. She's like, you almost lost your mother last night because I had a sauna and had the bright idea to like jump in the snow. And yeah, but she survived. And now my dad's like, maybe you should just sprinkle the snow on your body to start with instead of like 100% just like jumping in the snow. So anywho, I wanted to share those things that I've been doing that I think have been really, really helpful. Also, putting my phone down for long periods of time, actually watching TV shows in the evening. I know it sounds so silly, like, oh, really, TV's helping? But yes, getting off my stupid fucking phone and sitting there and watching a show with my husband is actually incredible. And I enjoy doing that so much, like watching documentaries, watching reality TV, but I wouldn't do it. And so now I have so many things that I want to catch up on and watch that I'm making a point to do it. And I think it will help. My mom got me this stand to put beside my bed or like at the bathtub and it holds your iPad so you can like adjust it. Like it 
it's bendable, if that's a word. And you just watch your shows on your iPad, like from the comfort of your bed. And it even comes or she bought the, the remote that goes with it. So like you can use the remote from bed or from the bathtub and watch your shows. I'm so excited. So many things I want to catch up on. So as you know, we had a rough weekend. And of course, one of the rough the, we had like two rough moments or like periods of time. And of course, for one of them, I was home alone and my husband was getting his hair cut. And I just want to explain how it played out. And I was like on and off crying all day. I was so upset. I was just like upset. And I think it was like partly I was just in an emotional frame of mind. And then in the late afternoon, the freaking power went out for like five hours. I was like, what is this day? Like, what is this day? And I read Dr. Becky's book, like different chapters on some of these issues. And I'll share just some like things that I enjoyed from that book. And I almost feel like it's important to check in with, you know, Dr. Becky's book, or maybe there's like a parenting account that you really like to just remind yourself of certain things. And obviously on Saturday when I was so emotional and upset, I was not reminding myself of these things. So here we go. I'll explain a little bit about what happened on Saturday morning. Was it Sunday? No, yeah, Friday we had a good bedtime. Maybe it was Saturday we had a terrible bedtime. Or was it Sunday? I don't remember. Maybe it was Sunday actually. Anywho, it's like hit and miss. It's like terrible bedtime, good bedtime. Terrible bedtime, good bedtime. Like you never know what you're going to get. Friday night was actually lovely. He went to bed perfectly. My husband and I had a glass of wine and we watched Southern Charm. Well, I watched Southern Charm. My husband just kind of sat there pretending to watch. He doesn't like that show, but um, it was lovely. I loved Friday night. And there's a perfect example of like putting my phone away, enjoying some shows that I freaking love, having a glass of wine with my husband. It was gorgeous. So this is what happened Saturday morning. Friday night was amazing. Saturday morning was not. So the morning was totally fine. Like the morning morning, we wake up. My husband and I are having our coffee. Usually we have on YouTube kids. And just a side note on YouTube kids, Milo watches the cutest things on YouTube kids that are real life videos, like so cute. Or he watches this show called The Fixies. The Fixies on YouTube kids are lit. Okay. I love that show. He learns so much about so many different things and it's just the cutest. That's not real life. That's a cartoon. But the things that he does choose to watch on YouTube kids, like I'm all for. So that was our morning. Very relaxing breakfast, you know, that kind of stuff. My husband and I both turn the big four zero next year. And we have been thinking a lot about our long-term health. We want to get smarter about our health, make better choices, but also not feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction. There is so much information out there and it can be hard to figure out what applies to you, what is right, and what is wrong. Well, let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter health choices every week. Don't just take my word for it. Naomi's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is super easy to consume 
consume even if you don't understand the science. With loads of actionable tips, a great mix of guests, and interesting cutting-edge science. You can't go wrong with a weekly podcast where world-leading scientists explain how their own research could improve your health. If you're ready to join millions of others like Naomi transforming their health, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Lola V. Lola V is an award-winning hair care line by none other than Jennifer Aniston. They offer clean, plant-powered products for every hair type and texture. I just did my whole hair care routine with all the products the other night, and I am obsessed. Along with incredible shampoo and conditioner, they have an intensive repair treatment that you can use once a week. They also have a lightweight hair oil. There's a leave-in treatment, and there's also a glossing detangling which I need because lately I want to do my hair in like a slicked back look, but my hair is too frizzy. Get 15% off Lola V with the code MOMROOM at www.lolav.com slash MOMROOM and Lola V is L-O-L-A-V-I-E. My husband left for his hair appointment. I was FaceTiming my mom because as I said, we might go there next week or she's going to come here. It's looking like we'll go up there, but I'm FaceTiming her like we're trying to talk about plans and Milo's beside me screaming at the top of his lungs. Nothing like he's not upset. He's saying meow, meow, meow over and over again. And I'm like asking him multiple times like mommy's just trying to talk to Sisu. Like, can you be quiet? Can you not yell? Like all the things. I'm very calm. Uh, Didn't work. He was totally not listening. I'm like, okay. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, Renee, in these situations, They need connection. He wants connection. So I said, do you want to go outside with mommy? Do you want to play a game? Like, what do you feel like doing right now? And he wanted to go outside. So I said, okay, go upstairs, grab your socks and a sweater and we can go outside and we'll go sliding, sliding. And he's like, no, you go get my socks. I said, pardon? Like, first of all, I didn't like the way he said it, but I didn't say anything. I stayed calm and I just said, no, mommy's not going to go get your socks. But when you're ready to go outside, go up and grab your socks and we'll get dressed and go outside. No, I'm not going to get my socks. You go get them. You go get them. I'm not getting my socks. I said, okay, well, mommy's going to work on our puzzle. When you're ready to go outside, go grab your socks and we'll go. I'm not getting your socks. And in my mind, like sometimes any other day, like maybe I would have just went up and got his socks, you know, but Sometimes something happens where I'm like, no, this has now become a boundary that I am holding. I am not going to get his socks just because of the way it played out, because I just very casually was like, hey, go grab your socks. He was like, no, you go get them. Like the way he said it, I was just like, okay, that's not happening. So I'm doing my puzzle and I left it as when you go get your socks, we'll go outside. And then I have this thing that it gets knots out in your back. It's like a blue bar thing that's hooked at the end that you put in a knot in your back and you pull it forward and it presses on the sore muscle or the knot in your back. Anyways, I got it at Walmart. It's fabulous. So he grabs that and he starts, he's laying on the floor on our hardwood floors and he's rubbing that, like swooshing it back and forth on the floor. So it's like... And I'm like, Milo, can you stop doing that? Because you're going to scratch the floors. And he's like, what are you going to do if I don't stop? 
I'm like, um, like, did you wake up and you're like the leader of the mafia or something? Like, where is this behavior coming from? Like, first it was the socks. Like, no, you go get them. I'm like, pardon? And then it's like, what are you going to do if I don't stop? I said, I'm going to take it away from you. So what do you know? Two seconds later, he starts doing it again. So I calmly walk over there and take it from him. But as I go to take it from him, he hits me with it. Not hard, but still, it's it's the thought that counts, right? And I was like, you do not hit mommy or daddy. Like that is not allowed. And I take it and I start to bring it upstairs to put it away. Now, when he hit me, I don't know if that was the best reaction to just be like, you do not hit mommy and daddy. But that's always like my go-to reaction when he hits or something. So maybe I need to change that up. But anyways, that's not the point. He follows me upstairs and he is calling me stupid or I don't even know what he was saying, but he's saying bad things about me, not loud or anything, but like under his breath, just following me around. And I don't remember exactly how I reacted, but I was just like ignoring him. Um, Parenting people would say you should be like, oh, wow, those are big words. Like, tell mommy why you're saying that or something like that. But I think I did say something along those lines, but it's not like he stops and then starts to have a conversation with me. Like, no, he's five. He just keeps saying it over and over again. So I'm trying to ignore him, stay calm, and I start to put the laundry from the wash into the dryer and he's like I'm just gonna follow you I'm just gonna follow you it's almost like he taunts me like he's a bully you know like he's like bullying me I'm 38 and I'm like okay I'm I could feel myself like starting to get so irritated and that just like went on went on went on until it okay I'm gonna stop right there and I'm gonna explain where I get confused when it comes to holding boundaries So for example, the thing scratching the floor, I understand how to hold that boundary. I can go take it away. And I did. Him not wanting to go to swimming lessons the other day. We held that boundary. You're going to have to go to swimming lessons. You don't have to get in the water, but we have to go. It's a non-negotiable. Like it's a safety thing. We're going to swimming lessons. We put him in the car, physically picked him up, put him in the car, drove to swimming lessons, and he ended up being fine and went in the water. I understand how to hold that boundary. Him having to stay in his room at bedtime, I understand holding that boundary. It can be extremely difficult, but I get it. You just don't let him leave his room. I have stood in his doorway for ungodly amounts of time, you know? So I understand holding those boundaries. When it comes to things like he's following me around the house, calling me stupid, now I don't know how to hold that boundary of him not being allowed to speak to me like that, if that makes sense. How do you stop that? I, and again, in my mind, now I'm like, okay, he wants connection. I've been trying to take him outside, do something with him, but he has been like putting up roadblocks and now it's at a point where he's following me around calling me stupid. If the boundary is I'm not going to let you speak to me that way, what do you do? Do you just ignore it? And by the sounds of reading Dr. Becky's book, it sounds like that's what you would do. But the examples from parenting experts are always given in a way as if it's like a one-time thing. They just say like, I hate you. And then you say your response like, oh, wow, those are big words. Like, tell me why you feel that way. 
and it ends there. But like, he's following me around saying I'm stupid over and over and over again. So now what? I said my piece, like, I say, you can't talk to mommy like that way. Well, yeah, he can because <laughs> he's following me around saying it. So what do you do? <laughs> Anyways, so that is where I struggle with that kind of boundary. Like him saying something over and over and you say no. So I watched this reel the other day and it was like holding boundaries and setting boundaries instead of using threats or bribes for behavior, which I love that. And I get it. But in that situation, assuming they are looking for connection, how do you do that? And I'm just curious if anyone else like I could I'll I'll ask Tanya what her uh, like opinion or like thought is on this situation but it's an interesting um issue that I found myself in so anyways it ended up in this big like explosion of a fight and my husband eventually came home I was like checked out for the rest of the day and then the more I was reading about these kinds of situations it was like as a parent, when something like that happens, obviously what's important is repair. And I didn't repair or talk to him until bedtime that night. Like I just like took the rest of the day to cry and be upset, which is fine. Like I'm a human too, but throughout the day, like I was trying to like, I kind of like avoided my husband and and Milo and my husband knew like, just go have a bath, like go chill because it like really, really affected me and it really bothered me. And yeah, like, I don't know. It's so strange. And like, sometimes I can just ignore it. But for some reason on Saturday, like I was not okay. I was like, this is nuts. And then one thing I will finish with this. One thing that I read in Dr. Becky's book that made me like I could have cried was that your child's bad behavior does not mean that they're a bad kid. And that, even when I talk about different struggles that we have, I'm like, oh my God, people are going to think he's a bad kid. He's really not. And, you know, he's always like the nice kid and like he is enjoyable to be around and goofy and funny and so caring and nice. And so it it's such like a, um, like a conflict or like a, opposite of how he usually behaves that when these situations happen it like breaks my heart because I'm like oh my god like is he you know turning into something else but I think what we have to realize as parents is that this kind of behavior is going to happen what matters is how we react to it and I always forget that like I think parenting advice is presented in a way that we look at it and think, oh, okay, if we react in this way, then our kid's going to be perfect and we're not going to have to deal with this situation anymore. Or you say like, oh, wow, those are big words. Like, tell me more. Tell me why you said that to mommy. And we assume like it's going to stop the behavior and everything's going to turn out fine within minutes. And that's not the case. Like we have to focus on how we're reacting and have zero expectations of their behavior in the moment and to just know that we responded in a way that will benefit them benefit them long term as opposed to like I'm going to react in this way and it's going to stop the behavior in its tracks and we're going to move on with our day and it's never going to happen again like that's not 
the case. So managing expectations and yeah, behavior is going to happen. So that's it for today, guys. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe. That's how we take over the world. And rate, review, subscribe, listen to Insufferable. It's so fun. I look forward to recording that episode every single week. So yeah, thank you so much. And I will catch you on Tuesday and Thursday of next week. Bye.